You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, April the 7th, 2021. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. Tehran has confirmed that an Iranian vessel was hit with an unknown explosion in the Red Sea last night that caused minor damage. The foreign ministry spokesman said there were no fatalities and that technical evaluations on how the incident occurred and its origins are underway. According to the foreign ministry spokesman, the ship is a non-military vessel anchored in the Red Sea near Djibouti to provide anti-pirating services. The New York Times has reported that Israel informed the United States that it was behind the attack on the Iranian ship. An American source told the newspaper that Israel noted it was retaliation for attacks on Israeli vessels and that the ship was hit under the waterline, the official said. According to several reports, the ship attacked the Saviz, served as a floating command center for Iran's Revolutionary Guard. Yaakov Nagel, the former acting head of the National Security Bureau, says that if Israel carried out the strike on the Iranian vessel in the Red Sea last night, it sent a clear message. Whoever hits us should understand that they will be hit too. Israel knows how to protect itself. He also told Conradio that Israel is doing everything it can to challenge the nuclear agreement between world powers and Iran. It explains the mistakes made in attempts to revive it and makes clear to the Americans that returning to the deal will lead to an even worse situation because Iran, in the meantime, has advanced in uranium enrichment technologies. Defense Minister Benny Gantz, at a ceremony marking a decade of the Iron Dome today, said that Israel is readying for the threats posed by Iran, both directly and indirectly, from its proxies in the region. Holocaust Martyrs and Heroes Remembrance Day commemorations officially open at 8 p.m. this evening with the state ceremony at the Yad Vashem Holocaust Memorial in Jerusalem. Survivors will light six torches in memory of the six million Jews who were murdered by the Nazis. Tomorrow at 10 a.m., a two-minute siren will be sounded. The March of the Living from Auschwitz to Birkenau is this year taking place in an online format and is dedicated to the doctors, nurses, and medical personnel for their heroism during the Holocaust. The theme of this year's commemorations is Until the Very Last Jew, 80 Years Since the Onset of Mass Annihilation. Against the backdrop of the coronavirus pandemic, 2020 saw a drop in the total worldwide number of violent anti-Semitic events, decreasing from 456 in 2019 to 371 last year. At the same time, there was a 20 percent increase observed in desecrations of synagogues, graveyards and Holocaust memorials, which were closed or unguarded due to lockdowns and therefore easy prey for anti-Semitic vandalism. In addition, new phenomena developed on the Internet, such as Zoom bombing and the Darknet, which are difficult to quantify. The findings were released today in the 2020 World Antisemitism Report, published by the Cantor Center for the Study of Contemporary European Jewry at Tel Aviv University, in cooperation with the European Jewish Congress. 
Coalition politics. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is meeting today with Moshe Gafni and Yaakov Litzman of United Torah Judaism. And tomorrow is due to meet with Betzalel Smotrich of the Religious Zionist Party. A con reporter says that the Religious Zionist Party has expressed objections to a proposal floated by Netanyahu for the party to support a coalition from the outside, along with support from the Arab Ra'am Party. This stemming from Smotrich's opposition to sitting in a coalition supported by an Arab party. Meanwhile, sources in Yamina say that they plan to give Prime Minister Netanyahu two weeks to try to form a government without interference and even to help him in the effort by freezing contacts with Yeshatid in this period. A Khan reporter notes that given that the prime minister formally has 28 days to try to form a coalition, the move by Yamina is likely to increase tensions between that party's leader, Naftali Bennett, and Netanyahu of the Likud. The corruption trial of Prime Minister Netanyahu resumed at the Jerusalem District Court this morning. Prosecution witness Elon Yeshua, the former CEO of Walla, continued his testimony for a third day. Coronavirus levels continue to drop. Another 303 cases were diagnosed yesterday out of some 59,700 tests that were carried out for a positive test result rate of 0.5 percent. There are currently 309 people in serious condition, 157 of them on ventilators. Since the start of the outbreak in Israel, 6,261 people have died of COVID-19-related causes. The weather outlook, colder along the coast in the coastal plain, continuing hot to Sharav conditions in the hills and inland. Tomorrow will be much cooler, with temperatures continuing to drop over the weekend, with a chance of local rain in the north and the center. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 28, Tel Aviv 26, Haifa 24, Beersheba 33, and in a lot going up to 36 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.